arrived. We are broadcasting Raw Live from my ass. Boom, boom. I'd rather watch two old women slap my ass. <laughs> Woo. That's as tough as a chunk of my ass. Here comes the biggest ass. The big man is back. Jim Ross. 350 pounds. Say hello to my ass. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the greatest spectacle on earth. My ass. 30 men will enter. My ass. You know what I mean. The most important thing to a tag team is my ass. I totally agree with you, JR. Here you go, King. Kiss my ass. I wish you would jump on top of me, JR. It disgusts me to see my ass. My daughter's nursery rhymes are more aggressive than this. I can't help but look at the butt, JR. What? Welcome back to the Deep Six Wrestling Podcast. It's Wednesday. You know what that means. It's AEW time, so we're going to do our AEW Dynamite review as we always do on Wednesdays. But we're also going to be doing our predictions for AEW All Out. Uh, I'm Pat. I am your champion, the glorious Robbie Rotten. And will this Saturday be the end of the greatest reign in Deep Six Championship history? We will see. Um, I think it will. And I believe I will be crowned the first ever four-time Deep Six champion. And it is I, Jujutsu Joey. Perhaps. I mean, Uh, this is the first time. Since when was the last pay per view we had everybody on? This is the first time in a while everybody is predicting. So, uh, yeah, yeah, the last one would be Backlash or Money in the Bank. Money so the in the s- Bank, I think. Stakes are a bit higher. For or you. Double or Nothing. I don't know. It was it was something. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't SummerSlam. Was... It wasn't Extreme Rules. I think it was, yes, I think it was Double or Nothing. Yeah. Um. So I would say, how many times have I won the title? Two or two? Yeah, two. Two, yeah. So I'm. I would say I'm going for my third, but I'm not too confident in my predictions. But we'll get to that. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter if you don't already. Deep Six Wrestling. Uh, also on Facebook and YouTube. You'll find all those links in the episode description. So just click on down. Uh, I don't know what it says yeah, on a podcast like expand more or see more, but you'll see all of the links to our social media pages. Yeah, sure go follow yes. us there. Interact we're, with us. We, uh, you know, we yeah, put we're out great, like, frequent. We're uh, I noticed we got a share. On Facebook from a random person today, his oh. name was Jamie. So Shout thanks, Jamie, you, for Jamie. that. Yeah, uh, uh, it shoot. was on the it was on the episode of for uh, I think it was Jingu. So yeah, uh, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're craving human interaction. So uh, you know, just tweet at us, even if you want to tweet like a horny Jr. tweet or something. We'll oh, take please it. do. Uh, shout out to the ex medical yeah, we'll professional thoughts. in our DMs that one time. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, also, be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Anchor. I don't think people realize how much that stuff helps. Subscribing, liking, commenting, it really helps. So Exactly. Please. It boosts our confidence and it makes us not feel as lonely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, AEW Dynamite. Um, oh, also, real quick, just before we get started, uh, I did see right before AEW went live, did come out that uh, Casey from Squared Circle Sirens, I know he was in the hospital for a while, but he was like one of the leaders of uh, posting like women's wrestling news. Uh, he did pass away. Uh, he was 26, so that is a really tragic yeah, that's, loss. Uh, that's, that's young for anybody, so that's yeah. a shame. So thoughts yeah. and prayers, because that is awful. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I was seeing on Twitter like, um, like, like every like, 
like woman wrestler from like every promotion was like giving their condolences. Like they seemed and like sharing like personal stories about him. Um, so yeah, it I had saw, like a huge impact. And yeah, know, I saw Deanna Parada, Dakota Kai, and Renee Young all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I saw all of those and many more. Cause so yeah. this guy, I don't know who he was, but I'm sure he must have had a positive impact if everybody's speaking of it so, uh, yeah. so kindly. So uh, yeah, definitely, that's a shame. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thoughts and prayers are with his friends and family, obviously. Um, but AEW Dynamite, uh, this was the go home show for AEW All Out, their big pay per view, their biggest pay per view of the year. Although they only have four a year, and they're all pretty big but this is technically like their if you're going to equate it to like wrestlemania or wrestle kingdom this is their equivalent mm-hmm. um we think so, yeah we think i'm going with it just because <laughs> they had all in and then they had all out and all out yeah. too and it's it's typically like this would be in chicago uh but this one does feel real big so yes this is a pretty stacked show uh but we'll get into that when we get to the predictions so let's go through dynamite and we'll talk about that yeah uh so the show opened uh most notably here Excalibur's back on commentary, so it's Excalibur, Jim Ross, and Tony Schiavone. Uh, so I missed Excalibur. I'm happy he's back. Jim Ross was all over the place tonight. <laughs> oh, of course. Was that um, a surprise? Uh, <laughs> no. I, we'll get, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he forgot to take his meds. <laughs> yeah. He was, he, yeah. If, I, if Ryan was here, I'm sure he'd be given a bunch of boomer notes, but Ryan's not here. Anyway, so. Our first match was Best Friends uh, versus Proud and Powerful, and literally before this matching gets started, the Best Friends jump Proud and Powerful from behind, and then there's a big brawl that breaks out. Chuck Taylor starts setting up some chairs on the outside, um, and eventually Chuck Taylor does actually uh, go through. Those. Everybody knows that when you set up some a big elaborate structure, you're going through it. So yeah, it's a shame because yeah. he he really you know put his mind to that to yeah that piece. It looked like so. Shame. Sorry, Chucky. Uh, yeah. So that's uh, that's how that started off. the The match did eventually start, and again, honestly, this was... I thought it never was going to. <laughs> yeah, I thought that this was going to end in like a brawl or something, like, and, oh, and like a no then, contest, yeah. and they'd add it to the the pay per view. That's what I was thinking. And then when the bell rang, I was like, "Oh, they're going with this after they just beat the hell out of each other for like what felt like ten minutes, but it was yeah. probably wasn't ten minutes, but it felt long." Um, kind of shocked they didn't put this on the show, the pay-per-view, but to be fair, they already had the, um, the broken rules match for Sammy and, uh, yeah, yeah. Matt, which is kind of like going to most likely be like a hardcore cinematic match. And mm-hmm. I don't really think if they added this as a street fight, it would fit in well. Um, it probably and, wouldn't gotten, wouldn't have gotten the time this got either. So no, that's true. So this opened the show obviously, and they got a decent amount of time here and, uh, the finish did come when, uh, who uh, Santana was on the outside, right? And he had the what was it, a steel pipe or it was, a, it was like, it was, yeah, it was a baton, it was a baton, yeah, yeah it was like uh, a police he, baton, yeah. And he uh, he hit Trent with it, and then they lost uh, the, 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 the best friend, street lost. sweeper, they yeah, they the lost sweeper. via the street sweeper. Santana Ortiz picked up the win, thank god, because these guys definitely need to pick oh, up the yeah, win. Definitely yeah, was, sure. I couldn't tell you the last time Santana and Ortiz had like a meaningful win in AW. Yeah, this was a really solid match, though. Uh, it was so fun, really. Yeah, fun this was there. a very good way to start the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, hopefully, uh, this get, this pushes Santana and Ortiz to go do more stuff in the tag division because they're uh, they're quite good, yeah, indeed. Uh, after this, we had a brief backstage segment with MJF, uh, 
I don't really remember. Oh, well, this was when they were waiting for uh, Mark Sterling to come out of his locker room. Mm-hmm. And eventually Wardlow has to like break in to get him. And uh, he he just looks – this is before he has this whole goofy outfit on. He's just in like a like a white T-shirt here. Mm-hmm. And so I assumed he was going to like come out and wrestle in like a white T-shirt and like jeans or whatever. But no, he has probably the outfit of the century in the main event. <laughs> his gear is something. Um but yeah, so Mark does uh, does get pulled out, and he is going to have to wrestle John Moxley later in the night. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, Moxley in uh, MGF basically like threatens him, says not to stand in his way. Blah, blah. Yeah, uh, he threatened to put him in a wood chipper if he didn't wrestle. So yeah, so yeah. he threatened actual murder. murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. good on his lawyer, which is weird. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Um, and after this, we go to our eight man tag where the winning team faces each other. At All Out, it's Jurassic Express and the Young Bucks versus Private Party and SCU, uh, Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian. Um, I don't really remember much of this match, to be honest. I think I tuned out a little bit during this, but... uh, It was pretty fun. It wasn't, like, amazing, but it was solid. Yeah, it was a solid match. Yeah. uh, The main thing coming out of this is that the Young Bucks still seem very, very upset about... Uh, the situation they were put in last week and how they feel kind of like they're, they were robbed of their tag title shot. Uh, And we're seeing a more aggressive side of them now. Mm -hmm. Um, And like after the match, they like, they kind of just like walked off uh, away from Jurassic Express. Yeah. The the Jurassic Express clearly wanted to celebrate the win with them and uh, young bucks shook them off. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So we'll see how that plays. Strictly business. The, yeah, yep. there's some, there's some interesting things brewing in the uh, storyline with the elite, um, yes, sir. And then after this, we had a backstage segment with uh, Jake Hager, who goes into Orange Cassidy's dressing room, <laughs> and he just sits down. They look at each other for for a little, and uh, and then Hager says that Jericho wants Orange Cassidy at ringside for their ma- or for his match with Janela tonight. And uh, <laughs> just props his legs on his yeah. lap. <laughs> and Hager just like hits his leg away, and uh, and he basically threatened him. He said, "Yeah, you'd, it'd be a smart decision to be out there." And then he leaves, and uh, and then Orange Cassidy gets his backpack, and uh, we uh, it goes to commercial break. I didn't think this backpack thing was gonna be anything, but oh, I did. I knew it. Um. But and then after this, we come back from commercial and we're backstage with Tully and FTR. Uh, it was just another FTR promo with Tully Blanchard, and he had the he had the four Ooh. horsemen sign up, but with one of the fingers down. So it was the it was the three horsemen. So mm. still technically a tease for the four horsemen. Uh, after this, we had my segment of the night, which was Tony Schiavone uh, in the ring with Kenny Omega. Uh, they were doing an interview. Kenny Omega came out with a Hannah Kimura shirt, which uh, Excalibur noted on commentary is now on sale on Pro Wrestling Tees, and all of the proceeds are going to Hannah Kimura's mother. Uh, so that was a nice shout out from Excalibur to promote that. Um, yeah, absolutely, very and nice. also nice one, Kenny, for wearing that as well. <sighs> anyway, the segment here: uh, Kenny comes into the ring to talk with Tony. Uh, honestly, all of these interview segments that Tony always does, like the ones he was doing with Cody a while back. I, I always enjoy Tony's work and the ones with Brick Breaker too. Um, mm, yeah. Big fan of his yeah, interviews. Absolutely. Uh, but uh, basically, Kenny comes out and he talks about the whole situation with him and Hangman Page and their relationship with each other and uh, how Page is going to have to you know live with himself for the decision he made to screw up uh, screw over the Young Bucks last week in the the Gauntlet match. 
And he hopes that FTR brings their A game because he he says he knows that Adam and him will bring theirs. And then FTR and Tully come out and they're carrying their their little breakaway cooler thing. It wasn't the real cooler, right? It was another one of the styrofoam coolers. Oh, yeah, it was a styrofoam. Just wanted to make sure. Uh, And uh, FTR come out and they basically compliment uh, Omega and Page at first saying that they had a nice impressive rung becoming the tag champs after being just singles guys. And they're looking forward to the match, and they, they open the cooler. They get some beer out for themselves, and they uh, they offer Kenny Omega some chocolate milk. What they call it? Chalk? Do they just call it chalk? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they were like, we know you can't refuse uh, a nice drink of chalk, uh, because mm. Kenny Omega doesn't drink beer. Love chalk. <laughs> and... Uh, and Kenny says that, you know, they've known each other three months and he uh, he knows they're sorry. They know that he can't turn down the ch- uh, chalk. I, I, why not chalky milk? Uh, right? Even though no, that's worse, I think that's better. No, I don't um, agree. But he said, chalky this, milk and, and this is the this is the first time where we see TNT come in with trying to censor this when he calls them dickheads and it gets censored. Yeah. Um, but there's a weird delay afterwards. Uh, and then it comes back. So in. they really just censored to sort of heads. Yeah, it was, so like, yeah, I don't um, understand. But the damage get, was done. It get it gets worse. Don't worry. Um, and then uh, Omega says that if they came here to like uh, ambush him, they might as well get it over with. It's two versus one or three with Tully. Uh, he's gonna lose, but he'll get some good shots in. And then Hangman Page comes out, and FTR bring him into the ring and. To me, like, FTR pretty much just like openly said that they used Hangman Page here. Yeah, they like they did. they they basically just said like you know, uh, they were like who who was the one who made you turn on the Young Bucks, your best friends, and your tag partner? It wasn't us; it was you. Uh, and then they they both called him a piece of shit, and mm-hmm. they tried to censor it, but they didn't censor it until after they said shit both times. Yeah. Yeah, uh, whoever's in charge of the censoring uh, makes no sense. Doesn't have very good timing. Uh, yeah, it, it really makes no sense. <laughs> um, yeah. During this, uh, when they call him a piece of shit, Paige gets very frustrated, and FTR grab the tag belts. Hangman yells at them and shouts to give them back. Uh, they drop the belts, and uh, Paige goes to hand Omega his belt after he picks it up. And like the camera's not showing it; it just shows Paige like holding the belt, and the camera pans to the side. You see Kenny standing outside of the ring, not like getting in with Paige. Uh, I, I kind of thought he was going to get like attack him for a second. I didn't think that was going to happen. I because just I the way like, they had the camera, like Kenny disappeared. I was like, oh god. But they they the camera work in AEW for the, for this few like the, the Omega and Paige stuff is specifically good because if you look back to Revolution when they had the tease after the match of uh, Hangman on the apron ready for the buckshot. Mm-hmm. Um, so props to AEW because their camera work sometimes is very very good. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to this match probably the most on the card. Yeah, the tension uh, is uh, just it's definitely up there. Rising the storyline story here has been brewing for months. This is like genuinely super long term for how long this it's has been building. Going with, to explode. Like pa- Paige has been trying to like leave the elite and like this whole storyline of is he elite? Is he not? Is he going to turn heel? Is he going to mm-hmm. turn face? Are they going to turn on him? This has been brewing for almost a year. Uh, so we're we're in the home stretch of this, I think. Uh, but I'm very excited to see how this plays out. Yeah, I agree. <sighs> After this, they uh, we had a backstage segment with Chris Jericho. Uh, it was just him getting interviewed, talking about the most mayhem match. And then it cuts to Joey Janela making his entrance. And then we get Chris Jericho versus Joey Janela. 
but before the match starts, as they're getting ready, Orange Cassidy's music hits, and he comes out from the stands with his backpack, just like slowly walking down the the, the stairs. Mm-hmm. Has a nice little, you know, isolated spot all to himself. He can enjoy the match from. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty goofy, but it was it was pretty enjoyable. Um. Yeah, uh, I, there's not really much to say about this Jericho Janela match. I don't think anybody saw Joey Janela winning this. Yeah, he was just pretty much there to get yeah, up, now. and uh, got he got busted open too. So yeah, um, uh, there there was a I, I like the uh, the code breaker. That was a really nice spot. Uh, Joey Janela's selling of that was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, Joey Janela's a really good seller. Uh, I know his style isn't for everybody, but for the most part, Janela is quite competent in the ring. I think he's one of the more underrated people on the roster. His matches with Omega and Moxley last year were really good. Um, but, yeah, Jericho wins. Uh, he wins via submission with uh, the Walls of Jericho. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people who say that Jericho never wins with the Walls of Jericho, here you go. He just beat Joey Janela with it. Yeah, Joey. Oh, oh Okay. <laughs> How long has it been? I, I don't know. That's his, that's been. more than that's not his first match win with this in AEW. I didn't say He's, that. I just said how long has it been? <laughs> he wins with it every now and then. I'm not saying it's his primary finisher, but no, the Judas effect still is. He does win with it every now and then. Yeah, he so wins more. With, he, he wins more with the the walls of Jericho now than he does with the Codebreaker. Yeah. Um. And so post match. Uh, Chris Jericho like takes off one of the turnbuckle pads and tosses Joey Janela face first into the the exposed turnbuckle. Um, orange Cassidy, or sorry, uh, Chris Jericho then like opens his shirt and he has an Orange Cassidy shirt. <laughs> uh, so yeah, sure, why not? And uh, then he he tears the shirt off and throws it at Orange Cassidy after smearing Joey Janela's blood on it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, and the blood was true. all over. Orange Cassidy's face mm-hmm. on the yes. shirt. There was a lot of blood oh. on people's faces tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's uh, true. And then Cassidy hits the ring. They have a nice brawl here. Jake Hager runs down. Uh, Sonny Kiss comes out and uh, Finally. hits Jericho. Uh, and then Hager hits a spine buster on Sonny Kiss. And then Orange Cassidy does the DDT to Jericho. Uh, and then Orange Cassidy gets his backpack and he pulls his own bottle of the bubbly out. And he pours it out. Uh, and and so, yeah, we're heading into the Momosa Mayhem match. I really don't know what to expect from this. Uh, I'm also yeah, still interested gonna, in where they're going to hold this giant gallon or however, 80 gallons or however big the tank is of mm-hmm. uh, the Mimosa juice, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, though. Their first two matches were really good. Yeah, should so, be uh, very fun. I'm interested to see who you all picked for the predictions for this one, too. Um, and then uh, we had a picture-in-picture break here, and it was Sammy Guevara and Matt Hardy, like, doing the sign thing. Or, like, Sammy Guevara was doing the signs. Matt had signs in his hand. I don't Did we ever see what Matt's sign said? I, I, I just saw Matt I, I don't remember. I didn't yeah. really see what he was doing. I thought Matt him. was going to, like, take over the segment. Like, because yeah. when they first showed Matt, he had cards in his hand. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. But it was basically just Sammy Guevara putting his signs up, and then it would cut to Matt Hardy just staring a hole in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that, that was it. Sammy didn't know he was there for most of this. So. Yeah, this was a very bizarre picture-in-picture picture break. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, after this, uh, Matt and Hardy, uh, the the hashtag was Sammy's signs. <laughs> oh, good. I mean, what else would it be? <laughs> um, 
after and so we come back and then we it cuts to Matt Hardy and we sh- they, like they show him standing there doing the delete thing and the crowd's chanting delete because remember AEW has crowds again so we yes. have people chanting delete loudly uh, and that was that so, yeah so nothing nothing really to talk about there uh, then we get another this this segment was also well we'll talk about this uh, so Team Taz comes out they have their new Titantron and their official theme song big fan of the theme song I like it a lot it's all right. Um, yeah, I really like it. And Taz, Starks, and Cage come out, uh, and they start cutting a promo. Then Jake Roberts comes out, and he, t- he starts talking about busting a nut. <laughs> uh, yeah, this was this was honestly this this segment like before the brawl was very enjoyable. Uh, it was just because it, it became it was Taz. Uh, Jake and then Eddie Kingston comes out with his oh, guys. And Eddie Kingston was Eddie phenomenal. Kingston just starts like ordering Jake Roberts to start, uh, stop talking because it's a live show and they have to get. And then he stuff. then he mentioned I don't know talking about Ricky Starks. He's like I don't know if I should take take you out on a date or beat you up or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and Kingston was really funny here, uh, and then <laughs> we basically just got a big brawl here. Uh, we had so it was. Taz, or sorry, Taz was not a part of this brawl. Let me not say that. It was Team Taz. So it was Ricky Starks and Brian Cage. Lance yeah, Ricky Archer Starks, uh, started it by punching Lance Archer. Yeah. So Ricky Starks, Brian Cage, Lance Archer, Eddie Kingston, Phoenix, Pentagon, Butcher and the Blade. They start this brawl. Darby Allen makes his way out. Sean Spears and Tully Blanchard make their way out. Billy Same, Gunn. Uh, Billy and Austin Gunn both get involved. Mm-hmm. Serpentico Gun gets club. involved. Uh, a bunch of random people from ringside. Uh, Griff Garrison's there, and then Santana and Ortiz and the best friends make their way into this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was very hectic and hard to keep track of. Still, the only people officially announced for this are the people from last week. So Darby Allen, Ricky Starks, Brian Cage, Lance Archer, and Eddie Kingston's whole group. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm assuming the people, like the main names who were involved in this brawl and didn't just get tossed like nobody's, are also going to be in this match, so I would assume Best Friends, Santana and Ortiz, and the Gun Club will all be in this, um, just because they do have 21 spots they have to fill. Yeah, uh, uh, if you, I looked on the Wikipedia page, 17 spots are filled on there. Okay, so that makes sense. Maybe they officially announced it then after the show went off. Um, but yeah, so ba- Casino Battle Royale is on uh, All Out, and winner gets a title shot. Yep. Yep. Uh, oh, be fun. And also, Jake Hager was involved here, too. I forgot about that. Yes. Um, and Oh, so th- what I did want to mention about this, though, was during the brawl, it goes to picture in picture. And then it comes back from picture in picture, and we get another, like, minute or two of brawling. And then, Not even. It was, like, 30 seconds. Yeah, and then Jim Ross is like, oh, we have this thing from the Dark Order. Here you go. Maybe we'll get control of this. And then we go to a Dark Order promo. Uh, it was very weird. <laughs> they it was had a little this, bizarre. Yeah, yeah, it was just, but it, it wasn't, like, it was just weird. Uh, but, yeah, a little Dark Order video uh, vignette. And then we had Serena Deeb making her AEW debut versus Thunder Rosa also making her AEW debut. Uh, I thought this was actually a really solid women's match. For, I agree. I thought for, this was really solid. Like they, the, they for the women's division. Yeah, yeah, they, they went out them. there. Both and they, them tore I, yeah. I, again, uh, this is my first time seeing Thunder Rosa. Like, I haven't watched NWA. I'm, she has a great look. Very unique. Yes. And she seems really good in the ring. She has a cool theme song, uh, cool entrance and everything. And Serena... Uh, I feel like everybody's regarded her as a really good women's wrestler. WWE had her as a coach at the Performance Center for a while as well. So uh, cool to see her here, too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, this yes. is obviously Thunder Rosa getting her debut before her big match, her big cross-promotional match with 
Hikaru Shida on Saturday for the AEW Women's Championship. She came out with the NWA Women's Championship, and I still really like the design of how it has, like, in the centerpiece, like, the champion's face on it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, that's nice pretty cool. Touch. Um, and I also like the white strap. Uh, so, but that's just me and my white strap belts. I really like those, like, the white yeah. IC belt. Um, but, yeah, Thunder Rosa picked up the win here. Again, as expected, I didn't think Serena Deeb was going to beat Thunder Rosa in her debut. Yeah. <laughs> it was very competitive, though. Yeah, again, really good stuff. Uh, I don't know how old Serena is, but she's been in wrestling for a while, but she still looks really good. She's got to be in her late 30s. Yeah. Uh, honestly, if I'm AEW, I don't know if I'd sign Serena as like a full-time competitor, but as like uh, like a booker or coach for your women's division, I think that'd be a solid pickup. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so, yeah. He's 34. Okay. Oh, that's yeah, maybe maybe do sign her for bad. a while. She can, she can wrestle for a while, be a nice veteran hand in the division and then whenever she decides to retire she can coach if she wants yep and thunder um, rosa is also 34 oh okay well thunder rosa won via the thunder driver uh and so she's heading into her match with uh with hikaru shido want to know in aew mm-hmm. <clears throat> up next we had a john moxley promo uh it was a it was a moxley promo these are always good um so yeah, I, I I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was basically just him going after MJF. So um, after this, we came back and Big Swole was at ringside with Tony Schiavone, and she says that Britt Baker has been ducking and dodging her for the longest time, and this weekend it's going to change. Uh, they're on the buy-in, which I was kind of shocked at that. Like this story's been going for a while, and they put it on the buy-in, mm-hmm. um, especially because it has a stipulation. It's a stipulation match on the buy-in, which I found very weird. Yeah. Um, yes, I agree. But it's Big Swole and Britt Baker, and she said uh, she's going to challenge – she's going to fight her at her place of work. And we found out it is the tooth and nail match, and so it seems like it's going to be either a brawl or like a cinematic match at Britt's uh, dentist office. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, sure, why not? Oh, and she got att- – and Swole got attacked oh, by Oh, yeah. Re- well, Reba came at ringside dressed as like a Domino's delivery guy or woman. And she had like a face mask on and a hat to try and hide her identity. Or Big Swell wasn't having it, and then Britt came out and blindsided her with the cane or the crutch. But yeah, tooth and nail match is happening this weekend. We'll see exactly how that plays out. I guess. Um, yeah. Swole and Britt aren't the like the most refined in ring competitors. So honestly, having this as like a brawl at a dentist office with some fun spots and you know interactive spots with like the the dentist equipment it could be fun agreed but i do think this should have probably been on the main card um they could, but my yeah. argument well i agree with you but i my argument to for it is what else would you push to the bottom? yeah no I, there's nothing on the card currently that i would put on here uh i may have added might have added something else to the card at that point um just to get this on there uh but I, I, you could have. It would have been weird to see the Young Bucks on a pre-show, but the Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express would have been the one I would move. Yeah, that's um, that is the match. But uh, same thing, Young Bucks on the pre-show. Young Bucks on the pre-show would be weird, odd. and also there is some story brewing with them. Uh, yeah, so we'll we'll see how that plays out. But uh, that is the final match that we get announced uh, for All Out. So the card does seem to be full, and that's why we're doing predictions tonight. Uh, and after this, we had our main event, John Moxley versus Mark Sterling. Mark Sterling comes out in one of the wackiest entrance attires I've seen. Uh, honestly, it was just very colorful. He had like a M- vote MJF or like the MJF 2020 sticker on his chest. Uh, I, th- I mean, it made me not like him. 
Yeah, this was gross. This was this is this, this was this was like on par. It's not as bad because Shorty G's an actual wrestler, but it's up there with as bad as an attire is like Shorty G's like basketball attire. I could see like Colt Cabana wearing it or something. I, I don't mind Colt's gear. I like Colt Cabana's gear. Oh, it fits him. I could see it. Uh, anyway, this went way longer than I expected. I expected this just to be like a quick brawl, but this is Moxley basically just beating the shit out of him for however long it went. Uh, Maybe I, 10 minutes, something yeah. like that. Which, you know, it felt deserved. I, it made me feel good watching him beat this man up. Uh, and Moxley did win with the paradigm shift. And then after the match, Wardlow got in and he hit the F10 on uh, <clears throat> on Moxley. And then MJF slowly comes out. Uh, of the tunnel on the walker. He throws it away, rips off the neck brace, gets in the ring, and they just start going to town on Moxley. Uh, they they bust him open with the ring, um, the diamond uh, dynamite diamond ring. I'm glad they the bust, thing... I'm really, they bust a nut on him? Yeah, they bust a nut. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad that the ring has stayed around for so long. Like That was such like a meaningless thing that nobody really like knew what it was. And now like mm-hmm. MJF has made it part of his character for so long. Like he's I'm used kind of, I'm disappointed they didn't make it into anything. I thought it said it seemed like it was gonna be a big deal. Yeah, but like at least like MJF is consistent. Oh, I know. Stories. I'm just yeah. saying, like, I don't know. Um, but so he he they they bust him open. Uh, MJF like reaches down, takes Moxley's blood, and rubs it all over his face. Uh, so we got more blood on people's faces here. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. And uh, MJF holds the title up over uh, Moxley, who's just laying in a pool of his own blood, and that's how the show goes off the air. Yep. Uh, I would give this show a thumbs up. Uh, Yes. This was, again, this is a really solid go-home show. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm very excited for All Out, I will say that. Really hyped it up. Agreed. Uh, We do have to pick a boomer of the week to give this to. uh, Uh, It's JR. It's JR, but what for? We have to. Uh, Just being JR. (laughs) <laughs> oh, he he made a comment. Did he make a comment about like dating Serena Deeb or something? Did doesn't Ryan that? doesn't Ryan do Boom of the Week? No, but remember where he agreed that we're going to present different things to nominate. Oh, yeah. No, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Because we we picked one last night. Ryan Ryan knows because Ryan pointed that line out. He yeah. Jr. said something during the women's match that was out there. So when we get Ryan in here for predictions, we'll we'll, we'll he ask did. Him. I I noticed him say something like. This is one of the better women's matches, but oh, I don't want yeah, to say that. Yeah, that was awful. I, don't I completely forgot. I wanted to mention that during the match. Like, so what? Thunder Rosa and Serena Deeb, Jr. just randomly starts saying, "This is one of the best women's matches we've seen in AEW." And like, he like it, it was he was trying to like bury like the AEW women's division, and then Tony jumped in to try and stop him, and then Jr. like kept going and then <laughs> cut himself off and just like had like he just like got silent all of a sudden. Oh, but like he God. wasn't wrong. It definitely is one of the better women's matches. So yeah, no, but it's just a matter of the like again, we've we've mentioned this in the past that even if something's bad, commentary should not bury it. Oh, absolutely. Um, I agree. And Jer- not Jericho, uh, Jim Ross has been guilty of this many times where he'll just like, if he doesn't like something, he'll just start saying how much he doesn't like it's like, it. come on, JR, you're on TV, you, not, your pod- not your podcast. You're <laughs> a professional and you're like, you're, you're regarded as one of the best, if not the best commentator of all time. You should not be out here like talking shit about your own show on your show. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but yeah, so yeah, we'll give we'll give it to him for that. And if Ryan remembers the dating uh, line, then we'll mention that as well. But yes, that is going to do it for our review of Dynamite. A nice quick uh, little breeze through because we do want to get to the predictions without this episode being too long. Uh, so 
going to set it up. We are going to do our predictions for All Out. Uh, we are got to get Ryan in here, so bear with us for a little bit. All right, so we're here with our predictions. Ryan has joined the podcast Hi. now. Hi, yeah. Ryan. Welcome, Ryan. Hi, uh, this, is, <laughs> this is our All Out prediction segment for this. Uh, so, And the gang's all back. I'm going to toss it to Rob real quick. Uh, because Ooh. Rob, oh, you, you, you know what time it is. Yep. Some exciting breaking news. Yes. No, unfortunately it's not breaking. It is just time for the deep six lottery. He's vacating the title belt. Nah, never, never, ever. Uh, I am your forever eternal champion to steal a quote from Glenn Crawford. Ooh, shout out Sam. to Glenn Crawford. Um, yeah, I'm going to talk about the lottery, which, uh, we we're, I'm doing a little bit differently this time around, uh, since, AEW likes to have uh, fun little stipulation type matches. This time being the Battle Royal. Uh, we're all going to be getting a person from that match along with a regular person that is competing on the card. Uh, since I'm the champion, I get three total uh, as opposed to everyone's two as my championship advantage. So I get two regular people from the card and one person from Battle Royal. Of course, as I've stated many times in all of these uh, the lottery is just to give us bonus points. If one of our people wins their match, we get a point. If they lose, nothing happens. We just don't get any extra points. So, without further ado, uh, my regular person was the AEW champion, John Moxley. Uh, Angelo received MJF. Jake has Orange Cassidy. Joey, you have Hikaru Shida. Sam has FTR. Pat, you have Paige and Omega, and Ryan, you have Chris Jericho. Okay. Um, from, oh, and my uh, my extra regular person was Thunder Rosa. Um, okay. Not confident about that one, but, you know, it is what it is. Angela, oh, sorry. No, I went, I went round robin, so Angelo got the next pick, which was for the, uh, for the Battle Royal, which was Darby Allin. Jake was next up with Eddie Kingston. Joey, you received Brian Cage. Sam got Lance Archer, Pat, Sean Spears, Ryan, Jake Hager, and I received the mystery man of choice, which I, I'm not sure, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know how this is going to work. I, I, basically what I said for this was that, um, Okay, let me read my exact words. My hero. If the person basically if I don't okay, I'm I get to choose somebody who was not previously announced for the match. When somebody comes in the ring that wasn't previously announced, I can choose them, but I have to do it before the match is over. Like obviously I can't be like, "Oh, he won. I choose him." It has to be before the match is over because obviously that's not fair. So, I have to make the choice before Number 21 is eliminated or, you know, whatever. So we'll see whoever it is. Um, yeah. So that one's going to be interesting. And if they do announce all the rest of the participants before uh, the match, then it'll basically just be uh, I get to pick whichever one of those announced people isn't selected by one of the other people. So, yeah, gotcha. that's it's a little confusing, but. I figured it would be good to have an, a mystery person in there, considering aside from the people I picked, I can't see anybody else really winning that's in the match. 
So, yeah. All right. <clears throat> so, that's our that's our thing. Rob, be sure to send me the list so I have it for yeah. when, uh, we're keeping yeah, score. Yeah. Anyway, all out. We have this is gonna this is gonna take us a while to get through. I have a feeling because we have a lot of stuff here. Um, so first up, we have our buy-in match. It's the tooth and nail match. Big Swole, Brett Baker. Uh, Rob, you also are a champ, so you get to start us off. Or not champ, um, the order. <laughs> it pained me to do this, but I picked Big Swole. Okay. Uh, Big Swole just took a beat down here, and I feel like she's kind of been on the losing end of a lot of this feud. As much as I would like to see Big uh, Brett Baker win here, because I think she's been fantastic, I think Big Swole's going to take the win. Okay, Ryan. Uh, I took the opposite way here. Um, I don't. I would not say that Big Swole's taken the losing stuff for the most of this feud. Uh, she literally won last week against three people, uh, technically. Um, and I think that uh, it's Britt's return match, like actual return match. Like she was technically in the match last week, but like she didn't wrestle at all. Um, so I am going Britt Baker, uh, and I think uh, it doesn't hurt Big Swole to lose this match because, again, it's Britt, and it's a weird match that nobody knows the real rules of other than that's at the d- dentist's office, apparently. Yeah, that's fair. Joey? Um, I've been saying this forever now. Uh, that I think Big Swole's going to win this feud, and I'm going to stick with Big Swole. Uh, Especially after tonight, after she just how it looked, I'm going with Big Swole. Okay, I think that's a that's a respectable choice. Um, me personally, I am going to be going with uh, who did I pick for this? Let me find my predictions. Um, Big I, <laughs> bro, I have to oh, look Rebel. at everybody's. He picks Rebel. Yeah, I picked Rebel. I chose Britt Baker. Uh. I think I chose Britt Baker because it is, again, it is her return match. It's in the dentist office. And I'm not 100% confident on this one. I really think this match could go either way. It depends on uh, who they really want to give this win to. I don't think losing this match hurts either person. Uh, I think both of them are still going to be where they are in the women's division. Um, And I also don't necessarily see whoever wins this being the next title shot, per se. So, yeah, I think Britt has a chance of winning this. Fair. That's that's my that's my that's my reasoning for choosing that one. Uh, again, this was literally added today, uh, like right before this. So, uh, as for everybody else here, Angelo has also taken Britt Baker. Uh, boo, boo, boo. That's Rob's predictions. Um, bear with me; I don't have all these written down, so I have to go through the Google form. Oof. <sighs> yeah, I know. Uh, that's that's what I have to deal with when we do predictions. The the uh, right now. Uh, hey, to be fair, me and Joey both suggested yesterday that we uh, do it. Yeah, on but it's it's it makes more sense to do AEW with AEW. Uh, and Sam has chosen Britt Baker, and Jake it looks has also chosen Britt Baker. So oh wow, split. I like it. Yeah, a decent split there. Uh, up next, we have our Broken Rules match. It is uh, Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara, and Matt Hardy said is if he loses this match, he will leave AEW forever. Uh, so, Ryan, you get to start this one. Yeah, um, I don't see Matt Hardy losing this match um, because I just don't see him leaving. Uh, he just got there basically at 
uh, right as the pandemic kind of hit started off. Um, and you know, you could say, oh, well, you'd be putting over, like, you don't want to see like an older guy, uh, like going over a younger talent, but like he, I think that they both succeed here. Uh, it is a, as they said, a last man standing, no rules match. Well, no, it's a, it's a broken rules match. Yes, but they, they, they said tonight that it's a last man standing. Yeah, well, no if you rules. looked at the rules of the match, it is technically a last man standing yeah. match. Um, and I, I think both men, like last week, Sammy got over. Uh, so I, I think Sammy's going to look strong in defeat. He can take the loss to Matt Hardy. Um, and yeah, Matt Hardy wins. Okay, Joey? Uh, yeah, I'm going with Hardy too. Uh, as soon as it came out that, you know, Luke, if he loses, he's leaving. So he's definitely not leaving. I can't see that. Like, unless he's going to like retire, I don't know, but I doubt it. Um, and I can't see him going anywhere else. Uh, he has stated, he thinks he can wrestle for another four or five years. Well, there you go. So, so he's not retiring. Um, and it's not like Sammy's like on defeat it. Um, He's pretty used to losing, um, so it doesn't really hurt him because he's always going to be around, uh, especially since he's with the Inner Circle, Chris Jericho, who's highly over. Um, yeah, so he'll be all right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to choose uh, Matt Hardy here. I'm going with a bit of a specific prediction here. I think Matt's going to probably revert to Broken Matt, uh, which I will get into later on in the predictions. Um, but I think we're also probably going to see private party since they lost their match to get on this pay-per-view and they're associated with Matt Hardy. I think private party are going to play a role in this match. And I think that I think because there's going to be three of them and Sammy's going to be alone here. I don't think the inner circle is going to get involved because we also established that Santana and Ortiz and likely Jake Hager are going to be in the battle Royal. So they're mm-hmm. going to be preoccupied with that. And Jericho is orange casting. And I think that the fact that Sammy Guevara gets left alone out here is going to continue to push us towards the eventual turn uh, with Sammy splitting from the inner circle. Yeah, that's, uh, and that's I think that's how I a justify, good assessment. That's how I justify Matt beating Guevara, because again, you don't want your older talent always beating your young guys, but if it's in service of another story and again, a Sammy Guevara singles push by himself, I think that, uh, that definitely benefits both Hardy and Sammy. Uh, yeah, there's no chance Matt Hardy's losing this match and leaving. So, yeah, Fair sim- yep. <laughs> uh, Jake has chosen Matt Hardy. Uh, who else has chosen Matt Hardy? Did anybody choose Sammy Guevara? Uh, Sam, Sam has chosen Matt Hardy. Oh, so don't don't worry. Sam didn't disappoint us. Um, and or I mean, he, maybe, he, maybe he, he did disappoint. Yeah, you. I was gonna <laughs> say he disappoints me. He disappointed me by not choosing him. Fair enough. And Angelo has also chosen Matt Hardy, so it's an all it's an all Hardy party over here. Mm-hmm. Um, next up is uh, gonna we might have a lot of varied uh, picks here. We have the Casino Battle Royal. Winner gets an AEW World Title match. Our confirmed entrants are Brian Cage, Ricky Starks, Darby Allen, Lance Archer, Eddie Kingston, Ray Phoenix, Pentagon, The Butcher, and The Blade. And then based off of the uh, the brawl tonight, I said probably in the match: Sean Spears, Billy, Austin Gunn, Jake Hager, Chuck Taylor, Trent Santana, and Ortiz. Uh, so it's up to anybody. Again, uh, you guys could also predicted somebody who's not listed for the match or on that list. So, Joe, yeah. it's over to you. Ah, okay. This is so hard. <laughs> uh, this is tough, but I am going with my man, 
Eddie Kingston. Um, I feel like he has. He feel. I feel like he's a man with a plan, and he has. Oh, man other, with a plan. He has four other guys in his corner. Um, so anything can happen. Um, my dark horse, if we're going with dark horses, I would say my dark horse would be Sean Spears, but I am going to stick with Eddie Kingston. Interesting. Uh, I'm also going with Eddie Kingston. I presented this idea. Uh, last week, right? I believe when he first got announced for this on the podcast, I, uh, I believe Correct. I said that Eddie Kingston would win this match and that the, we would be getting Eddie Kingston versus Moxley. Uh, in uh, it depends on when they're doing full gear, but doing Eddie Kingston and Moxley is the next world title feud and them doing a big street fight match. And if they do it at full gear, it'd be a nice uh, reminder of last year's full gear with Moxley and Omega in the unsanctioned match. Um, so I'm going Eddie Kingston. I really want to see Eddie Kingston and Moxley go at it. Um, the hell is that? What? Nobody heard that noise? Oh, I oh, heard I it. did. Oh, so Joey, what the hell were you doing? Oh, I was twirling my mic. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Anyway, I'm choosing, uh, I'm choosing Eddie Kingston because I, uh, I want that match. Uh, so, <laughs> Rob, it's over to you. Uh, I'd be fine with that match, not as a world title match, so not not what I want at all. Uh, definitely not choosing any Kingston. I'm going with uh, the Murderhawk monster, Lance Archer. Uh, out of all the people I could see being a realistic challenge to uh, the champion, I think it's him. So I, I don't know. I, I, I'm probably wrong, but that's just what I think. Especially since Brian Cage has already been done, and there's no credible baby faces in this match. Even like Darby Allen feels like he's been kind of beaten to the ground. So that's why you got to pray that uh, Griff Garrison gets in this match, and we get Griff Garrison versus uh, Jungle versus Boy John Moxley. Maybe. Yeah, not at all confident with it, but yeah, Lance Archer's my pick. This is a hard again. This is a hard one to predict, just because there are open spots, and yes. it's also. We don't know if this will be for like a two week TV special like Fighter Fest or if this yeah, will be for yeah. the next pay per view. Yeah. Uh, so Ryan. Yeah. So um, I totally was like, hmm. Well, who do I have winning the main event? And then I was like, okay, I know who I'm choosing for the main event. Not going to spoil it here. Uh, and I was like, well, who hasn't been announced and who can I see getting added to this? And so I went down the list and I noticed what Rob just said. There's no credible baby faces in this. So I was like, hmm, who's not on the card yet? Who would get a big pop and who would a lot of people really like to like have a really good reaction for if they won this? Virgil. <laughs> And I was originally, <laughs> I, I was down to two people. Pineapple B and Virgil. <laughs> and these two people uh, I, I went with uh, could be chosen. One one is a heel, one is a face. Uh, and I was like, well, it could be either of these guys and they, it could play into the storyline of the main event and I would be perfectly fine. So I ended up choosing the face and that face is... The Concrete Rose, Sunny Kiss. Wow. Oh. Um, I think that every, a lot of people were really impressed uh, by Sunny against Cody Rose. I mean, uh, I wasn't Rose. that impressed. Um, and I think that 
people like there's a lot of people who really enjoy Sonny's work. Um, I'm not saying that it's that everybody says it. I just think that a lot of people are. And I think that this would be a really good moment to start off the show because I feel like the bat- Casino Battle Royal is going to go on first. Uh, and yeah, I, I think that it would be a good moment. Uh, and I mean, it seems like it's just a bunch of tag teams. There's, or there's a lot of tag teams in this match. So I wouldn't be surprised if, if Janela and, uh, Sonny are both in this. Uh, and yeah. Okay. Interesting. Uh, our I other think we picks, got hot take Ryan over here. Uh, can I ask who your heel choice was? Yes. Okay, who was it? Uh, Wardlow. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. yeah that's, I forgot about him. That's solid. Because, like, uh, like, like, you could use Wardlow either way. Like, if Moxley wins, he can just be continue the help continue the MJF Wardlow feud. Uh, MJF Wardlow versus uh, Moxley yeah. feud. Or if MJF ends up winning, you get MJF versus Wardlow. I think I considered Wardlow. Wardlow, honestly, the more you talk about that, and the more I'm thinking about it, Wardlow's a really good pick because no matter who wins, if Wardlow yeah, wins this I, battle royal, it adds a very interesting him. spice to yeah. that main event. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, that's definitely somebody to keep an eye on. And Ryan, I feel like if if Wardlow wins that battle royal, you're going to end up regretting it. Uh, um, yeah, was, what's your call? I had so that that was actually the first pick that I wrote. I did of the night was when you sent that was the battle Royal. And I wrote down Wardlow and then like, I kept on thinking about it. Like I, I had thought sunny kiss like before, like at, at during the uh, show tonight. Cause I was like, Oh, like she, he got a pretty good showing against Jericho and Jake Hager. Uh, so may, maybe that was like a sign of something. Uh, and so like at, like as I finished my picks, I went back and removed Wardlow and put Sunny Kiss down. Gotcha. Anyway, our other picks here we have uh, Sam and Angelo are also taking Eddie Kingston, and oh, uh, Jake is choosing Darby Allen. So we do have uh, so you have the Eddie Kingston team over here with me. Why Joey, does everyone so think Eddie Kingston? I don't Sam really get and that. Angelo. Uh, Rob with Mojo Rawley. How does Sam even know who Eddie Kingston is? Yeah, right? Like, what? <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming Sam looks some stuff up. Uh, oh, yeah. He probably looked at pictures of them all. It was like, this guy. Maybe. Um, oh, and so, yeah. Him. So, Ryan has Sunny Kiss. Rob has Mojo Rawley, just to be clear. Oh. Uh, Jake has Darby Allen, and the rest of us have Eddie Kingston. Um, and by Mojo Rawley, I do mean WWE superstar Mojo Rawley. Uh, yes. Rob is predicting him to come in, win this match, and he's going to save it for the when we get to the main event. But he's also guessing that he's cashing in money in the bank. Oh, to absolutely! Win the world title and take it back to WWE. <laughs> um, <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Our next match is Dark Order. It's uh, Brody Lee, Colt Cabana, uh, Grayson Uno versus the team of Dustin Rhodes, QT Marshall, Matt Cardona, and Scorpio Sky. I'm up first here. I'm taking Dark Order. That's all I got to say on it. <laughs> Uh yeah, I I don't I can't imagine anyone not picking Dark Order, so yeah, Dark Order, Dark Order as well. Yeah, Dark Order, no doubt. Um, you know, so while I look at everybody else's picks, the only reason I can see arguing against Dark Order here is you could potentially have like 
Grayson or Uno get pinned, um, that team loses, and you could use this as a way to somehow set up future challengers for Brody to continue this feud. Because um, he is going to need TNT challengers or TNT championship challengers. But everybody here has chosen Dark Order, I can confirm. Uh, so I do think it's pretty safe to say that we're all in the same boat. Uh, up next, we have the Young Bucks and Jurassic Express. Rob, it's back to you. Uh, I chose the Young Bucks. Uh, they showed some uh, edge. So I think they're going to show a little bit more of that tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, Not tomorrow. On uh, a Saturday. And I think they're going to pick up the win, possibly, with uh, some dirty tactics. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Ryan? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I think that I, I don't want to give too much away on my thinking for this match um, because it plays into uh, later in the show. Um, but yeah, I've got Young Bucks as well. Okay. Really? Um, after tonight, uh, I don't trust the Young Bucks, um, so I'm going to go with the Young Bucks. Um, they, yes, precisely. They're, they're yes, yes. They are yes, Young Bucks. I like Woo. that. Uh, I have also chosen the Young Bucks. Not 100% sure on this one. I did go back and forth on it a bit. Uh, I do think Young Bucks losing here would play into how I've played out the main, uh, not the main event, the tag title match, but I am going to choose the Young Bucks to win here. I don't really see them losing. Uh, Jake has chosen Jurassic Express. Sam and Angelo have chosen Young Bucks. Jake is all alone under this Jurassic Express pick. Mm. Maybe, uh, uh, maybe he's on to something. Maybe. He loves Again, dinosaurs. I almost picked him. I mean, who does? Yeah. We're a couple matches away from it, so we'll get into it there, and I'll bring this back up. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Mimosa Mayhem matched. Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy. Uh, Ryan, you get to start us off on this one, buddy. Uh, I have been very vocal about this throughout re- my time following wrestling, that whenever somebody says this is my created match, uh, that normally they lose. Uh, and Chris Jericho has been very vocal about how this is his match and he created this match. And if we go through all of the history of Jericho creating matches, uh, he's won he, like none of them. He created so. the Money in the Bank, hasn't won. Uh, he created the uh, uh, this one. Uh, he's not going to win. Uh, and I believe he kind of helped come up with the idea for the Ambrose Asylum match. Um, I mean, it was an it was an Ambrose match type, but I believe it's gone on record that Jericho like helped come up with the idea for it. And, oh, I put money on it, yeah. and you know, I'm ninety percent sure that Chris Jericho lost that one too. So, oh, he did. He did uh, yeah, uh, Chris Jericho doesn't doesn't do very well uh, in those type of matches. And if I mean, if if he also helped come up with the Stadium Stampede, he also lost that too. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'm going Orange Cassidy. Yeah, Joey. Um, I'm going with Orange Cassidy as well. Um, I just think this is the best choice for uh, Orange Cassidy. Um, he, I think he's not going to get like a submission or like a pinfall win. I think it's going to be getting tossed into the tanks. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to go with a uh, good old OJ, Orange Cassidy. That's OC. <laughs> No, I'm talking about orange juice. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, uh, I'm taking Orange Cassidy for the reason stated by everybody else. Uh, Chris Jericho should not win this match. Same. Uh, I I think it'll be really fun. 
I'm enjoying uh, the storyline a lot, and I can't wait to see what happens, but it's got to be Cassidy. Yeah, that's fair enough. All right. Now we're getting to the juicy parts, everybody. We have our three. (laughs) (laughs) Juicy. Get it. Well, that would have made sense if I said that Shut before up. this match. Shut anyway, up. Shut up. Uh, we have our three world title matches here. We have the women's the uh, tag and the actual men's singles world championship. So we have our AEW women's championship. <sighs> Hikaru Shida defends against Thunder Rosa. Joey, you get to start us off for this one. Um. Okay. So I was back and forth on this, and from the way. AEW has been booking the women division. You know, I know it's criticized very heavily and it hasn't been all that great. And for that, uh, uh, Sheeta's run has been kind of stale. Um, so I'm going with Thunder. For no fault of her own. No, yes, of course I not. Agree. She's fantastic. No, I agree. So I'm going with Thunder Rosa. Um, I think this would be a shocking upset win. Um, and it could really, you know, reset the women's division and really get things going. I have also gone for Thunder Rosa. Uh, oh, wow. I thought it'd be by myself on that. You are not by yourself. I'm looking at the other predictions. Uh, <clears throat> Thunder Rosa had a big debut here on Dynamite, uh, this this go-home show episode. Uh, she had a really good match with Serena Deeb. We all agreed. Um, I think uh, this is, again get into some potential fantasy booking things. They just did the tag team tournament. Diamante mm-hmm. and Ivelisse won. They've been at ringside for all of these shows. They haven't done anything since the win. I th- And they've presented Thunder Rosa here kind of as a heel. Oh, I, she's definitely a heel. I think Thunder Rosa, Diamante, and Ivelisse will come together probably to form a group, and I think Thunder Rosa walks out with the title. I like that. See, I'm glad I picked Thunder Rosa, and then I got Sheeta as my. I was pick. I was mm. desperately so hoping. Now I have Sheeta. a guaranteed. Uh, actually, I have the opposite of you because I am choosing Sheeta. I have faith in her. Uh, I think. Um, obviously, we have we are not going to be seeing the last of Thunder Rosa here, but I don't think she's going to win the title right here. Not on her debut like that, or her you know first match like this. I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility, but I just don't see that as the outcome. And I think uh, they're going to give Sheeta at least one more solid defense, because she's, like Joey said, her reign has been lacking because of their booking. So, she deserves at least one more good defense before she drops the title. Right. So, uh, going, I really liked the, I, I really liked, uh, what Pat said, um, about Thunder Rosa, Diamante and Ivelisse being a group. However, um, I'm not going Thunder Rosa in this one. Um, and here, I'll tell you why. All right. Um, I think that, uh, I, I don't think this is the end of Thunder Rosa in, AEW, I don't think this is the end of NWA working with AEW as well. Um, it seems like Billy Corgan and the powers that be with AEW uh, are on very good terms, uh, considering it was two years ago at All In that we got uh, Aldis versus uh, Cody, and now two years later we get uh, the NWA World uh, women's champion Thunder Rosa in a match at All Out. 
uh, number two. And my thinking here is that uh, I, I don't think that Thunder Rosa losing this will be the end of her going against Sheeta. I think that right now with everybody, with nobody knowing exactly what's going on with NWA and what's going on with like how long Thunder Rosa is actually going to be in AEW. Um, I think that it's, it'd be smart at least to start off with uh, Thunder Rosa, maybe losing in a really good match, maybe by like roll up. And it's a shocking win. We, she can, be like upset about it and then like go away for a bit and then come back uh after uh a bit uh to re-challenge um uh Sheeta. Uh but I think the winner of the tooth and nail match is gonna end up being the next challenger for Sheeta and or for the title and I think that since I chose Britt Baker, Britt versus Sheeta can be the next title after this and then Thunder Rosa can come back. Uh, and then beat uh, Sheeta for it. Okay, uh, thank you. Sorry, for that. that was a lot. Very, very long explanation on this match. Yeah. Uh, Jake has chosen Thunder Rosa. Wow. Sam has chosen Thunder Rosa. What? And Angelo has chosen Hikaru Sheeta. Wow. So more Thunder split. Roses than. I was very sold on her presentation tonight. Yeah, I mean, they, they... I yeah, but I don't know. I also i I think it. I, I if I'm Billy Corgan, I don't want to put Thunder Rosa in this match if she's gonna like lose. Obviously, it benefits NWA being on this this stage, but I do think that there's a working relationship at the very early stages here between AEW and NWA. Uh, and whenever NWA comes back, I could see some AEW talent appearing over there, and vice versa. Um, but I think I think there's I think Thunder Thunder Rosa winning here. I think. Opens up a lot of possibilities. Bro, like, you, like, you really trust Billy Corgan's logic? He he thinks the world is a vampire. Uh, that is uh, true. That's, um, that's just weird. But I also like how Joey put it. The, the Thunder Rosa kind of hits the reset button on the division and really shakes things up. Especially if you add Ivelisse and Diamante with her because then it officially kind of signals that those two are joining the division. And you have Anna Jay and Tay Conti also over there uh, seemingly together. Uh, Brandy and Allie, I guess, are together still. You'll have Big Swole, Britt Baker, Reba, Penelope. Uh, so you have a bunch of options of people. If So I, I, I'm very... Oh, and Nyla as well, because Nyla's with Vicky. Uh, so I'm very interested to see wh- where the women's division goes following all out, regardless of who wins. Agreed. <clears throat> Up next, these two... Well, honestly, these last two matches could very well be match of the night. Honestly, like the one of these, I, I'm expecting this the world tag match uh, to be a potential match that your candidate, just based off of the previous uh, with uh, Bucks and Omega and Page. And again, I, I did say last week on the podcast that um, while Omega and Hangman versus FTR didn't have the same story as the match with the Bucks this week, and with everything on uh, BT for basically the last year. Um, yeah, yeah, and on, yeah. and on Dynamite with everything, uh, this 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 does have quite a big story going into it. So it's Hangman Page defend. Uh, sorry, not Hangman Page. Hangman Page and Kenny Omega defending against FTR. Uh, I'm starting us off. I'm taking FTR. Uh, I can't see a world where Page and Omega walk out with the belts, let alone still a team. Uh, and this is where I said I was going to bring up the Jurassic Express and Young Bucks match uh, because I have Omega and Page losing here. 
we also have a bonus question later on about will there will uh, Omega and or Page turn on each other? Um, should they lose and should the Young Bucks lose? I think there's a possibility you see you see the Bucks come out and Omega and they do turn heel on Page uh, to form like the heel elite that we know from the Bullet Club. Um, I think that's genuinely a possibility. Uh, yeah, I, but yep, yeah, definitely. I did choose the Bucks just because I still don't really see them losing against Jurassic Express right now. Um, so we'll see, but I am taking FTR to win here, win the tag titles, and uh, hopefully have a pretty lengthy reign. Uh, I really want to see FTR versus quite a number of teams, so uh, I'm all in on the FTR train. Say yeah! Uh, I agree. Yes. FTR is winning. And uh, I'm definitely interested to see if what you're suggesting comes true. I actually don't remember what I said on that bonus question, so I think I might have agreed with you, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, I'm also oh. going with FTR. Okay, way to skip Ryan. Ryan, you're up, buddy. Yeah, uh, I also chose FTR, and if we're going to talk about if the we have people going heel... Uh, yeah, and I, I'm not 100% sold on the Elite being the heel. I think that Omega is 100% going heel. Um, but I would be would not be shocked if there's a huge swerve with Omega's heel turn. Are you going to share details? Oh, I, I know where you're going. Where I kind of thought this tonight. That he's going to join with FTR. Yeah, he's going to be the fourth member. Of he's going to be the fourth member of the. Yeah, I've yeah. Thought about I kind of thought too. about this tonight. I thought were... about that too. Oof. I've ruled it out though. I don't think the cleaner gimmick fits within the Horsemen, and I think it should be its own thing. Um, and also, just the disdain that Omega has personally shown for FTR since they showed up. Acting. Acting, I mean, buddy. I guess, but that wouldn't, it just wouldn't make much sense. In I don't terms know. Of the story. My thinking, the reason here is uh, we've all been very vocal that uh, if Sean Spears is in the Four Horsemen, that he is not the single star. Yeah, that... no, he's going to be their mid card guy. He's right. going for the TNT championship. And we all also can say that Ric Flair was uh, honestly one of the best wrestlers in the world. When he was with the Horsemen, and they need a no but, credible top okay, but I'm not talent. I'm not saying that Kenny Omega isn't one of the best in the world. I'm saying Omega's gimmick and no, the whole I, cleaner no, stick I, I doesn't understand. fit the that's, Horsemen. I mean, that's that's fine, but I, I think you, I think they could make it work. I'm sure they could. I just don't see it happening. That's but fine. I could be wrong, so we'll that's see. Fine. Uh, everybody has chosen FTR. Sam, Jake, and Angelo are all on the FTR train. This so is like the most. Uh, the least divided we've been on pay-per-view in a while, I think, for most of these matches. Um, mm-hmm. And then our main event, AEW World Championship Max, uh, match. Uh, Moxley's paradigm shift is banned, although if you read my Google form that I sent you guys, it says Mosley's ma- uh, paradigm shift is banned. Yep. Um, oh, man. Prindle, baby. <laughs> so John Moxley, MJF, uh, who starts this off for right? Yep. Yeah, uh, I have you? Moxley retaining. Okay, up until I don't know, probably today, I kind of thought MJF was going to win, but I don't know. I changed my mind. I think it's going to be Moxley retaining. No, I, I don't know. I just have a feeling. No, Mosby's Mosby's not coming. Darn it! Boo! 
Um, let me go on to my list here. I chose MJF to win. Okay. And as I said, I think that it plays into the Battle Royal, which either of my two people that I, I think uh, win can go over and have a good match with MJF. So I'm just going to, since I'm, to prevent you from going on and on about No, this. I'm done. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, oh, I was going to ask, I was going to propose a question. So you're choosing MJF here. So you think the first world title feud for MJF is going to be MJF versus Sonny Kiss? <laughs> I, I think I think it's not going to be a feud. I think it's, you think it's, it's gonna just going to be a match. Yeah. Okay. That that is a fair point. That is a possibility. Yeah. Like uh, it doesn't say that it's going to be a feud. Well, and... obviously they don't promote things as you're starting a feud. <laughs> they should. Uh, okay. Fair enough. All right, Joey. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Mox. Um, going with Moxley. Uh, that's pretty much it. Okay. Uh, I've been pretty vocal that I thought MJF was going to win this for the past, however, since this match got like since they first like, started teasing this match. Um, I have changed my tune. I am choosing John Moxley. I I don't really see him dropping the title now. Um, uh, MJF has all the time in the world. He's like Absolutely. That's part of the story here is that MJF says he's going to be the face of the company for the next 25 yeah. years. There's a good chance with the way he wrestles and how young he is that very well, like however long AEW does exist, that MJF's entire time in AEW, yeah. he will be one of the faces of the company. Yeah. Um, so I don't think MJF's winning here. I think he will win the title, but not yet. Uh, and uh, we'll, uh, I, th- I think if I'm predicting who the next champion is, I think the cleaner Kenny Omega as a heel takes it off of Moxley. Yes, I agree with that. Uh, I think in a – so – I, th- I think ideally, if if the Eddie Kingston match doesn't happen at uh, full gear, if he wins the Battle Royal, I think you do Moxley and Omega again at full full gear one year later for Ooh, the title. Give and, it to me, baby. And Omega wins the title there and successfully. Uh, oh, okay. And Omega successfully climbs the ladder. Ooh, and, the offspring's here. And yes. gets the singles push that everybody's been kind of clamoring for since AEW started. Mm-hmm. 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 Um. Let's see. Who does everybody else have? Uh, Jake has John Moxley. Uh, Sam has John Moxley, and Angelo is Ryan going to be alone on the MJF hill? No, Angelo picked him. Angelo has chosen John Moxley. Oh, Ryan, you are oh, all man. alone on the MJF hill. You're joining wow. Jake. I really thought people that, uh, were going to think. I don't know. I, like I don't joining, know what you're joining Jake on the Jurassic Express match. I, like I don't it. really know what changed that made me change my tune. So yeah, I don't actually have a valid reason as to why I changed. Either. I never changed my tune. I was always with Mox. Yeah, I yeah. I really thought it was going to be MJF, but I don't know. All right, and now we get to the part of the show where we're doing our tiebreaker picks and our bonus picks, which is where everybody's going to probably start differing on stuff. And this will this will play a big role in who yeah, comes this out gonna of be this, huge. this pay per view with uh, with title. Uh, as well as what the punishment is, we do have to go over that. Yeah. Uh, so our tiebreaker is how long does Moxley versus MJF last? Rob, do you know your time? I think it's twenty-one twenty-one. Um, your time is. Uh, bear with me for a second. Glorious one. Uh, your time is twenty-one twenty-one. Hmm. Ryan, you said you know your time. Yep, twenty-seven twenty-seven. Joey, please <laughs> tell me you know your time. Twenty minutes. Okay. Even. Okay, okay. Uh, for Jake, for Hot Take Jake, he has chosen 16 minutes even. Uh, Sam has chosen 24 minutes and 49 seconds. I don't have a big window. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Get smaller. Pat Joe's twenty-one, twenty-two. Oh, no, I would, I would cry. I did not. <laughs> he picked five. Oh. Yeah, I picked Name five. five. I just chose five minutes flat. Um, oh God! No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I did not do that. Uh, who's this? Angelo. Angelo has taken six, 19 minutes and one second. Uh, and myself, what did I put? I don't even remember. Uh, Twenty-two minutes and thirty-eight seconds. Oh no! <laughs> Ah, uh, my window's like a minute, and so, you know what Sam's is too, though, because someone yeah. picked nineteen and I picked twenty-one. So yeah, oh no, Angelo Oof. has nineteen. No, I was saying oh. that Sam picked twenty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, our first bonus question we have here. We did this. When was the last? I forget when we did this. Was this for last year's AEW? We did we we did a similar thing with surprise entrance. I forget what show it was for. Maybe it was Wasn't for the Rumble. It du- double or nothing. We did it. No, it was for the Rumble. Rumble. Okay, oh, thank you. I was just saying uh, double or nothing. We had the the one. No, but this is this is the three. Where it's oh. the three. Uh, we had, so it's, oh, we had we had it for uh, Jericho and oh the judges. The judges. We did. Oh yeah. So yeah, we did that, that and thing. I believe we did it for the Rumble as well. We probably yeah, we did. did. Anyway, so the bonus, the first bonus question is: guess three surprise entrants for the Casino Battle Royal. Uh, oh, this was so oh hard. God. I'm looking at Jake's first. I just have it up here. I I didn't read anybody's yet, so I'm, this is all a surprise to me. Uh, anyway, so you choose three, and you can score up to three points for this, or you can get zero, or you can get one and two. So it depends on if they're in the match, you get a point. They don't have to win. Uh, yeah. So Ryan, you get to start us off on this one. Yeah. Uh, so I've already voiced to two of them are. They are Wardlow and Sunny Kiss. And I kind of made a mention of the third one. Uh, it's Joey Janela, uh, since I said there's a bunch of tag people in it. Okay. <laughs> I didn't do anything special. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with Kiss, Janela, and Brian Pillman Jr. Those are my three. Pillman, Pillman's an interesting one. That is a very... Uh... That is, that is a solid one, just because he has been on these shows. I can see him being in there. Um, so I didn't I, think yeah. of any of those people as surprises, so I didn't pick anyone like that. Well, technically, they would be. Yeah, I guess so. Um, it did say anybody who is not in. Yeah, so. did. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go over mine last just because I'm not on it right now. So I'm just going to go through who I have in front of me. Uh, Jake chose... Rob didn't go his. Yeah, oh, yeah Rob, you, Rob, you can give yours first. Uh, I picked know. Miro. Okay. Yeah, um, uh, who else did I pick? Do you want me to get your list up for you? I know who my I all right. I picked Miro. I picked Wardlow, and uh, I don't remember who the other person I picked was. Uh, well, I mean, you do know it's Mojo Rawley. Yes. Um, it is uh, Leo Rush. Is your Leo other Rush? Oh God. There you go. This is gonna like cost me the whole pay per view now that you guys picked like <laughs> regular people. Um, I, you know what though? I'm pretty sure that the wording didn't say anything about picking anybody that's not in the match. But it, whatever. Yes, it does. I remember um, looking for it and not. I, I can. T- it, it says but... guess three surprise entrants for the Casino Battle Royal. You can score up to three points. Don't waste it. But to be fair, if Brian yeah. Pillman Jr. is in the match, that is technically a surprise. He is. Yeah. Oh yeah, that is awesome. definitely. Um. Anyway, uh, boop, 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 boop. Uh, Jake has chosen Darby, but specifies not Darby Allen. It's Ricky Starks dressed up as Darby Allen. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know if that really counts as a surprise. That's legendary. But... No. Well, because Ricky Starks is announced, so it's I don't not going to happen. Just give it to him. 
<laughs> yeah, I guess. If, 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 Ricky, if Ricky Starks comes out in the match dressed as Darby Allen, like in the full face paint, I will give Jake the point yeah, just yeah, because that's fair. that's fair. That is a very specific prediction. Yeah. Uh, he has also chosen Miro, uh, and he has chosen somebody who can physically not wrestle anymore because he had to retire due to injuries. He has chosen Taz to compete in this match. Oh. <laughs> uh, yes. I almost chose Pac. Just because I think he I needs to come back, but back. I don't uh, think he can. I almost uh, did, but no, yeah, he I'm can. Not... Like, like I've brought up before, like there's no like you. <laughs> anybody from Europe can come to America. Like, it's America just a does not if, have a fan. It's just that. a matter of if they want to actually Correct. travel. Yeah, Correct. I really um, think he should win if he, if, you know. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it gets better. Sam, I guess, did is one of Sam's pick is a waste uh, because. Uh, they were in this segment tonight, seemingly confirming them for the Battle Royal. He's chosen Billy Gunn. Yep, he's confirmed. He's uh, on Wikipedia. Yeah, there you go. And the other two people, he's also chosen Taz, uh, who cannot wrestle. And he's chosen Dean Malenko, the Iceman. Oh my god. Okay, that, okay so me? someone did worse than I did. Uh, let's go to Angelo over here. Uh, Angelo, Why would you choose Dean Malenko? Angelo has chosen Joey Janela, Sunny Kiss, and Pineapple Pete. Pineapple yes. Pete's an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really see him. And my three that I chose are uh, Chris Hero, uh, Miro, and I did follow through on Ryan and Rob's prediction that they didn't do. I've chosen Pac. Nice. Uh, and should Eddie Kingston not win, win, or sorry, if Pac's in the match, I think he's winning. Oh, he's winning 100% if he's in the match. Uh, and I also think that should Pac win the match, there's Moxley. a decent chance he beats Moxley. Yes. Uh, just because they have history. Um, and Pac's been made out to be a pretty big deal in AEW. Yes, um, he has. So those are my three. But if Pac's not in, then obviously... Eddie Kingston, I think, is my pick still. Obviously. Um, anyway, so that's our that's our fun little uh, predictions for the mystery spots. Uh, I'm, now I'm, I am glad that Dean Malenko makes an appearance yet again. I'm just <laughs> glad. I'm glad Taz made multiple appearances. Um, yeah, I, I have to say, I I did not see that one coming. I also did not see that coming. Uh, number two on our bonus predictions: Will MJF hit the paradigm shift on John Moxley? Uh, who's starting us out for this one? Is it? Uh, it would be uh, Joey. Joey. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say yes, but he, John Moxley is gonna kick out of it, obviously. Okay. Uh, Jake has also gone for yes, he will hit it. Uh, and Sam has also gone for yes. I have gone for yes, and Angelo has gone for no. Uh, so Rob. Uh, I said yes. Okay. I also said yes. So Angelo's on that uh, hill alone that it will not be hit. Uh, I could see a world where MJF goes for it and fails to hit it. Yeah, well, yeah, then, of uh, Then Angelo gets that point because he doesn't successfully hit it. Uh, we had another question here, bonus number three. Aside from the Battle Royal, will there be any debuts or surprise appearances on the pay-per-view? Uh, I said no. Uh, Jake said no. Sam said no. And Angelo has also said uh, well, I don't want to say also because I don't know what he said. Uh, Angelo says yes, there will be. Uh, I don't remember what I said. So uh, Rob said yes, Mojo Rawley. Um, uh, did I say yes? You did say yes. Oh, Mojo Rawley. I said um, no. And Joey? I said no as well. Wait, Pat, you said no, but then you also said what's his name's going to debut? He's going to be on the, in the match? 
Who? But it says aside from the battle royal. Yeah, it does oh, say aside from the battle royal. Yeah, then yeah, I think yeah, I definitely yeah, did. You did you said no, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I don't wonder. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh up next. I can't we read. Have, Me too. Bonus number four. Will Matt Hardy. Well, wait, hold on a sec. What would qualify as a surprise appearance though? Um what if like uh the Diamante me, give, thing happens? I think yeah, I think if Diamante and Ivelisse, because they're technically not signed with the company, if they okay. appear, I would say yeah, that technically counts. Okay. Just clearing um, it up. Yeah. Any I will say anybody who's not under contract or if somebody what about, returns oh, from I was injury. Say, what about Matt Cardona? But he's got a match. So yeah, Cardona a has question. a match. But so if anybody uh, who doesn't isn't contracted or if like Pac comes back not in the battle royal or yeah. comes is out it, later. Is it vocally like or publicly signed? Obviously, yeah. Like, obviously, we don't know if anybody's like Diamante and Ivelisse. It could be like Brian Cage, signs. where he's been signed since like January, and they just like wanted to wait until he came yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like okay. Diamante right. and Ivelisse could be. Okay, okay, we get the, we get yeah. the point. Right. Thank you. <laughs> no, um, our next question is: Will Matt Hardy become broken again in the Broken Rules match? Uh, boop, boop, boop. Who's going for this one? That'd be you. It's me. I'm up. I said yes. I also said yes. I believe I also said yes. I'm not 100% sure. Honestly. I said yes. Uh, Jake has said yes. Uh, Sam has said no. Mm. Okay, that's interesting. And uh, Angelo has said yes. Ryan, you said you don't know what you said? I said I wasn't sure what I said. Uh, you said yes, he will become broken together. Uh, up next, another bonus prediction we have. Will the Dark Order recruit a new member? Rob? No. Okay. Ryan? No. Joey? Uh, no. Uh, I also said no. Jake is taking yes. <laughs> uh, I don't, and, yeah, I don't think so, pal. <laughs> uh, Sam is going no. And Angelo is going with no as well. Jake mm. is once again all alone on a hill by himself yeah, on his own island. I think he knows something we don't. Maybe, maybe he's been at these. Uh, maybe he's been backstage at AEW. I bet. Uh, bonus number six. We're coming to the home stretch here. Will the Horsemen be revealed? No, I didn't say the four Horsemen. Who knows? Maybe there'll be more. Maybe there'll be less, and they'll officially call themselves the Horsemen. We don't know. But will the Horsemen be revealed as a group? Uh, Ryan. Uh, or Rob, sorry. Oh. No. Ryan. Yes. Okay. Joey? No, not yet. Uh, I said, mm, I think I said no. Let me just clarify. I don't want to lie uh, and screw myself out of a point. <laughs> Liar. Ooh, I'm pretty sure I said no. I'm scrolling. Uh, no, I said no as well. Uh, Sam has, or not Sam, Jake has said, do we want to take a guess? Yes. Yes. Uh, he said no. <laughs> Shockingly. Uh, oh, good thing I went against him. <laughs> Sam has said yes. And Angelo has said, do, 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 do. Maybe. Uh, yes, he said yes as well. Oh, so it's more split than I thought it was. Yeah, I was be. expecting that one to be very overwhelmingly one way or the other. Uh, and our last bonus question, will Hangman or uh, or Omega turn heel on this show? Uh, Ryan, you start this one. Yes. Really? Yes, sir. I said yes, Rob. I don't remember. I went back and forth. So. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, I can tell you Jake and Sam both or Jake said oh, Christ. Uh, I'm all over the place right now. Jake <laughs> said Christ. Jake, Jake said yes. Sam said no. Rob said 
Uh, Jake said, or Rob said, this is Rob, right? Yeah, Glorious One. Rob said no. And oh, I said no. Angelo said no as well. So that one's I had, I had yes, but I changed it. That one is way more split than I thought. Jesus. Just, I could see them holding it till Dynamite. Um, okay. That's fair. That is a possibility. I see them like, just like being sad in the ring and then I could see on Dynamite them doing it. That's why I said no, I think. But okay. I'm probably wrong because, you know. Um, and then we have our punishment prediction, which I'm trying to uh, see here for a second. Who chose this the one way? Oh, was this Angelo who voted for? I was trying to see who voted for what on the punishment. I'm assuming one won overwhelmingly. Yes. For one so vote. Angelo is the. So we had two punishments here. We had Casino Daddy, which is where the loser has to dress as a card dealer the next time we hang out and speaking casino lingo the entire time. Woohoo! And then we have uh, your parentheses all and parentheses out. Uh, loser has to sit out the next major pay per view. I added a little thing. Uh, I do want to say Ryan did come up with both of these punishments. I did mm-hmm. spice up the all yes, out. Yeah, I, I like the, how you spice uh, it up. So I wanted to add a little more stakes here. Uh, so the loser, and I can confirm uh, the second one. So Casino Daddy did not lose. Angelo chose it on his own. I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah, uh, I, I knew. I already knew that because I knew what I picked. So, yeah, obviously. Uh, you're all out. Is the loser has to sit out the next major pay per view, which is either going to be Survivor Series or Full Gear, depending on which comes first. I don't know which one's happening first. I would assume Survivor Series, but I really don't. Remember. I would guess Full Gear. Okay, it's possible. But which I one think of those Full is... Gear was earlier in November than Survivor Series last yes. year. Uh, yeah, I believe it was as well. Okay, uh, whichever one that is, I'm counting that as the next major show for this. So yep. uh, Clash of Champions, Hell in a Cell don't count. Those are the next two. Um, so uh, the loser uh, and Bound for Glory. If we're doing that, <laughs> yeah, uh, loser has to sit out of the next major pay per view um, from predictions entirely, but. If the loser of this pay-per-view is currently champion heading into that show, whichever one it is, uh, the loser does have to do predictions, obviously, because they're the champ. But if they don't retain their belt at that show, (laughs) even if they come in second, third, fourth, fifth, or sixth place, they have to do the punishment of that show uh, as well. Okay, I was going to ask if the loser did. Okay, so So that's good. Both people do the punishment. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I love this. We still haven't shown. Again, that's months (laughs) away. We have no idea what that punishment is. Very well done to both of you for coming Um, up with this. This is a very good punishment. So this is a big show. Stick your arm in a bunch of gears. Yeah. (laughs) Again, this is a big show, so we went big with the punishments here. Uh, Uh, That reminds me that the big show show has been canceled on that oh yeah we should have and that. i've never hold been more on. sad about anything hold on Except they, they have a christmas special that will still be airing yes fine but who cares the real show's canceled and i want to i want to crawl yeah, well, <laughs> you can crawl all you want when you lose your title uh Oof. yeah i probably will so um, it's been a good run yeah <laughs> so that is that is our all-out predictions and our uh, our, our review of Dynamite. So, like I said at the beginning of the show, be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. I already listed all the streaming platforms, and also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. All of that can be found in the episode description. Uh, you know, we see that more people are listening to the podcast, so that's cool. If you're listening, be sure to you know tweet us out on Twitter, send us your thoughts on shows. We'll read them off on the show as well. Uh, aside from that, we are looking forward to All Out Weekend. Me, Ryan, and Joey will have a New Japan Strong episode up on Friday, and then me, Rob, Joey, and Ryan will probably all be around for an all-out review on Saturday. 
so yeah, and there's no payback this Sunday, so you don't get a payback reveal. Darn um, it. Darn it. I was hoping uh, payback was happening every payback Sunday. Payback number two. Yeah, hey, payback I, number two. Was, no, for I just for mean, a show that they uh, promoted a week in advance, I enjoyed it. So. No, I just mean the same payback show for like, yeah. an entire okay. year every Sunday. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, so we'll talk to you guys on Friday and then Saturday. So thanks for listening. Uh, enjoy your weekends, and we hope you enjoy the shows. Yeah, praise 18D Demon. <laughs>